Hello, this is Jennifer Wolf-Horsch, Executive Director of the International Association of Industrial Accident Boards and Commissions, also known as the IAIABC. You're listening to the IAIABC's podcast, Accidentally, where we discuss issues and events impacting workers' compensation programs. During Accidentally, I ask thought-provoking questions, raise awareness of emerging issues, and offer insights on workers' comp. My hope is to make you think about workers' compensation in a different way. You can subscribe to our monthly podcasts on iTunes or find them at iaiabc.org slash podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about a series of conversations that have taken place within the U.S. workers' compensation community. For more than a hundred years in many states, workers' compensation has been a thread in the fabric of state economies. The U.S. economy has grown and thrived with the stabilizing stitches of workers' compensation. Businesses have gained financial security. They've also gained certainty, certainty that their workforce would be cared for. Employees are guaranteed medical care and financial assistance if and when an occupational injury or illness occurs. Throughout the past century, workers' compensation has remained largely invisible to the general public. This might suggest the system has worked as intended, that statutorily defined benefits applied evenly are expected to promote speed and efficiency. It works well, except when it doesn't. Most state workers' compensation systems have experienced periods of crisis and reform. Yes, some states have more cycles of crisis and reform than others. For its entire history in the U.S., workers' compensation has been local. State crisis, reform, and post-reform areas were shaped by a state's local politics, local economy, and local culture. The last 20 years have seen tremendous disruption in our economy, and that's making it harder and harder for states to ignore the national context for their state's workers' compensation environment. Here are some of the trends that are shaping a national landscape. States are eager to be seen as open for business by reducing the cost of businesses within their state. Governors make high-profile visits to other states trying to lure businesses away to their more business-friendly, i.e. less costly, state. Workers' compensation is always a part of this conversation. Healthcare is shaped by national trends and national legislation. This is especially true since the passage of the Affordable Care Act. State fee schedules, which are based on Medicare reimbursement methodology, can have unintended effects on a state. Federal regulation is increasingly impacting state workers' comp systems. The Americans with Disabilities Act requires reasonable workplace accommodations, 
and several recent court decisions have included work injury accommodations, as covered by the ADA. Medicare set-asides and CMS reporting impact employers, insurers, and injured workers across the nation. Businesses and their employees are more mobile, with even small businesses having employees in multiple states. Workers' compensation and work injuries and occupational illnesses are no longer local. They're national. An inflection point was reached in 2015. A series of news articles and the release of several reports argued that workers' compensation was failing to take care of injured workers and putting additional pressure on other social programs like Social Security Disability. The workers' compensation industry was caught by surprise. Workers' compensation is financially secure, after all, and many injured workers recover and return to work with minimal disruption to their lives. And yet, there is recognition that some injured workers do not recover and suffer severe and long-lasting consequences from an injury or illness that occurred at work. Workers' compensation can and must do better. A 90% success rate is not good enough. That means 10% of the injured workers have experienced difficulties in the system. If we use the BLS lost time injury rate to approximate, that would mean that more than 150,000 people are harmed, not helped by the system. These are our friends, our neighbors, our family members. The IAIABC's national conversations was born in 2016 to both reflect and respond. A national conversation was necessary because state workers' compensation systems can no longer remain insulated. They must respond to factors and trends beyond their state borders. The IABC held four conversations across the country with diverse representation from across the industry. The sessions centered around small group discussion with individuals of diverse experience and knowledge reflecting on the fundamental principles of workers' compensation and identifying opportunities for the system to be better. I was privileged to co-moderate several of the conversations, and I'll tell you it's nerve-wracking to stand in front of 160 people with three hours on the clock and very few prepared remarks. What we found is that when you give people a safe place to talk, they will. Perspectives were diverse. Opinions were shared freely and with passion and enthusiasm. There was one area of almost unanimous consensus. Workers' compensation should focus on prevention, medical recovery, and return to work. It's very simple. And yet, workers' compensation in the U.S. is not always aligned to meet these goals. 
One area of significant disagreement was the current state of workers' compensation in the U.S. Some argued that the grand bargain has been frayed, with competition across states focused on cost at the expense of injured worker outcomes. Others argued that the grand bargain continues to evolve and it responds to changing expectations of both employees and employers. Following the national conversations, the IIBC took time to analyze the participant responses and synthesize the discussion group notes. Four themes emerged on opportunities to improve workers' compensation. Raise awareness. Workers' compensation is America's first social insurance program, and yet too many people today see it as merely an insurance product. Workers' compensation is an essential thread that creates stability in the U.S. economy. American businesses and the American workforce need to understand this better. If business and labor do not value the impact and the importance of workers' compensation, it will become increasingly easier to erode. Improve communication. Employers and employees get lost in the workers' compensation system, resulting in frustration, poor outcomes, and higher costs. The system needs to find more innovative and effective ways to improve communication about the roles, responsibilities, and the process of a workers' compensation claim. Reduce complexity. Workers' compensation is complex, with many arguing that that complexity drives up cost with little or no benefit to either employers or employees. The lack of uniformity across states adds administrative cost to every policy. Workers' compensation would do well to remember the KISS principle. Keep it simple, silly. (laughs) Uniformity and harmonization across states would reduce friction and reduce administrative cost. Measure performance. Workers' compensation generates a lot of data, but there continues to be a lack of performance measurement and benchmarking both in the states and across the states. For the system to convincingly support its claims of effectiveness, it must focus more on performance measurement. This is also an important tool to compare the impact of state differences on employers and employees. One of the most strongly shared statements during the national conversations was that the workers' compensation should remain within state control. This is not terribly surprising since the audience included a large group of state regulators. However, the system can improve for employers and injured workers across the country by working together and looking beyond the borders of a single state. The IIBC's national conversation is the beginning of a campaign of action. 
We look forward to working with the workers' compensation community to implement changes that improve workers' compensation for those who count on it, employers and injured workers. We have to remember it's these two stakeholders that the system serve. Employers want stable insurance costs and the assurance that their employees will have the help they need after they suffer an occupational injury or illness. And injured workers want a system that helps them heal and not causes financial distress if they suffer an occupational injury or illness. We look forward to you joining our efforts. A link to reports from each of the conversations is available on our website. You can also look for the IAIABC's National Conversation Final Report and Multimedia Presentation next month. Thank you for listening to Accidentally, the IAIABC's podcast series. I look forward to chatting with you about work comp issues throughout the year. Subscribe to Accidentally on iTunes or listen at iaiabc.org slash podcast. I really like to hear from you. Please send your feedback or ideas to jwolf at iaiabc.org. Thanks for listening. Cheers, Jennifer.